0: Welcome to How to Be a Human Being in the World, the podcast that showcases the strength, resilience, and humanity in all of us and provides a space where you can embrace the messy parts of life. We've all got them and unapologetically be more of who you really are. I'm your host, Dr. Kathleen Young. I'm a psychiatrist, certified life coach, and I'm also a human just like you. Pull up a seat as we bear witness to the healing, connection, and inspiration that comes from the stories of our lives. Welcome back to How to Be a Human Being in the World. I hope everyone listening is enjoying their summer. I love summer, (laughs) which is why I'm hoping you're enjoying summer. I love it. Maybe because I'm a summer baby. I don't mind the heat. I actually don't mind it when it's really hot. Now, I don't live somewhere where it's like 110 degrees every day, so I might feel differently, if I were in that situation, but I actually don't mind it when it's hot. I like the heat. I like the sun. I like being at the beach and the pool and being outside. So I love summer and I really hate cold weather. (laughs) So I love everything about summer. And I really have been having a great summer. And it's interesting because I'm currently at Martha's Vineyard this week I come here usually twice a summer, sometimes more, but I love to come for this particular week in August because it's a very special time when many of my friends are on the island and I get to connect with people that I don't see very often. Some of the, some people I only see once a year on Martha's Vineyard. And ironically, some of those people are people who live close to me in the New York City area. But I think because we're all busy in New York and You know, for whatever reason, our schedules don't align. You know, when we come here, it's relaxing. We're in the same places. People slow down. And so I think it's easier to make plans and get together. So I end up seeing some of my New York City friends on the vineyard. And I also get to see people who are very close friends of mine. So there's a lot of socializing and connecting, and just generally, it's a great time. So this year, I invited two of my close college friends to join me here, and neither of them have ever been to Martha's Vineyard. They'd never been to the island and really wanted to see what it was like. So I encouraged them to come and check it out and, you know, just to be here with me. And these are people I don't see that often. So it was nice to see them and connect. I have to admit, I'm not great at hosting people (laughs) and organizing things. Anyone who knows me knows that I hate details. I hate organizing things. I don't like feeling like I'm arranging people's plans. I, I don't know what that is for me. I think it's just my executive functioning. So kind of being a host of sorts has really pushed me outside of my comfort zone. And I can't say that I've loved it every single minute, but it's definitely been a great experience for me because it's allowed me to continue to get to know myself and to problem solve ways of working through these kinds of feelings that I have. As many of you know, who've been listening, I've kind of been on a journey of like self-discovery and self-exploration. I don't talk about it in that way, but you probably can tell by my podcast episodes um, that I have been sort of doing this work with myself and creating a better relationship with myself So these opportunities to step outside of my comfort zone have really been priceless for me to figure out ways to navigate these things as they come up and not always be reacting to them or acting like, you know, I don't know that I'm going to feel this way or beating myself up or just all of the things that come up when I, you know, go through things. I think sometimes, you know, we don't sit down to reflect on why we feel a certain way, especially with things that come up all the time. In these situations, it always happens this way. We don't necessarily take time to reflect. And so when you can do that, then it allows you to sort of problem solve around it in advance and think about how you want to handle things. So it's been an opportunity in that way for me. And it's been an opportunity for my friends to spend time with each other and see what this whole Martha's Vineyard thing is all about. And as an added bonus it was a great opportunity for me to brainstorm with them ideas for this podcast episode and gather the perspectives of a few other people. A lot of times when I'm speaking to you guys it's really about my perspective and thoughts. Now, I want to qualify that that you know my perspective and thoughts are based on talking to thousands of people over the years in the capacity of being a psychiatrist and a life coach. So it's not just my perspective in a vacuum, but this particular episode is more of a compilation of the thoughts of the three of us, which was really fun to do and really fun to talk through with them. And it helped me to challenge the way I think about this particular topic in a broader way. So both of my friends who are here with me are having career-related issues, whether it's stress or questions or decisions, and I asked them to come on to to the podcast and do this episode with me, but neither of them really wanted to do it. They're shy or they're tired or whatever the reason, (laughs) despite having a lot to say about this topic, it was actually... Pretty funny because when I first asked them, you know, hey, I want to know your thoughts about this, they both kind of looked at me blankly. (laughs) Neither one of them wanted to jump in, but it very quickly evolved into a pretty spirited discussion. So I had a bit of a chuckle as I was, as we were talking, but I don't want to put their business into the street. They're not here to tell their stories. So suffice it to say, they're both facing some career decisions. And over the time that we've been here together, We've had many conversations, some one-on-one, some as a group. They have really run the gamut. Some of the conversations have been vulnerable conversations. Some of them have been spirited debates. Some of them have been tense. There's been a range of emotions in the conversations. And I have to say, these conversations and this time together with them has left me feeling very blessed to have these friendships in my life friendships where it's safe enough to have these conversations not you can't have this type these types of conversations with everyone in your life and to be able to hear different opinions and ideas and experiences and to be able to reflect you know when i don't disagree or when i don't initially see things in a particular way or when it gets tense and difficult it's time and i don't want to make it seem like it was tense and difficult like there were just a couple tense moments which happens when you put like three people together I can talk about, you know, having three people together, but that's not really sort of relevant for this topic. But I did feel really blessed to be able to have that experience and to be able to really kind of challenge myself to reevaluate how I think about them and the topics that came up and all the things. And they may not feel the same way. (laughs) They may be leaving here feeling a totally different way. But I will be leaving them feeling that way. And I'm really appreciating this time together as one of those times that I really allowed myself to just show up as who I am and not feel like I had to, you know, hide it or hide myself. And I was in turn able to accept them as who they are, right? Even if I may have had to process it through. So when I was deciding what to talk about this week, it seemed pretty obvious that I should do an episode on how best to support your friends. Yes, i said it. I know you guys have probably been wondering, like, when is she going to get to the punchline and tell us what we're talking about? So I wanted to talk about how best to support your friends. Because one of the things I have learned from talking to thousands of people over the years is that people don't always know how to support you. Even when or though you feel like they should even when it seems obvious to you and like all the people around you, not everybody knows what you need. They don't always know how to support you. So think about it. How often do you expect people to just know and then get disappointed when they don't? Whether that's your friends, your family, your partner or spouse, we often just expect them to just know what we need. And I'm here to tell you that most people actually don't know what you need and at some point are going to get it wrong if you don't tell them what you need and they're gonna disappoint you. Now, this is one area, this topic is one area where people get really fired up and argumentative with me and I'll be like, they should just know, it's obvious, everybody knows this, but it's true. (laughs) People don't always know what we want or need from them. They just don't, even when it seems obvious to us. So if you don't want to be disappointed or frustrated or angry with the important people in your life, you need to tell them what you want from them. That's the first thing. If you are the person going through something and you need or want support from others, you need to ask for it, which probably could be a whole podcast episode in in and of itself. And I think I did do a podcast episode on why people aren't asking for help. But the main reason why people don't do this is fear right? The reasons are rooted in fear, fear of vulnerability, fear of disappointment, fear of getting hurt, fear of rejection, fear of not getting your needs met, fear. So instead of not telling what you people, what you want and running a greater risk of being disappointed, it's better to work on managing your fear of not getting what you want, right? I mean, it seems obvious, but it's not, right? We, we'd rather sit in fear and avoid people and feel disappointment than to just work on our fear of vulnerability. But I'm here to say, it's better to manage your fear and tell them, okay, tell them when you need support, tell them what you want from them, tell them how you want them to support you, okay. So um, before I move on, I'm going to tell you that what I said. When we were talking about this with me and um, with my two friends and I were talking about this, one of my friends said that she had a friend who called her up and to tell her something important and she didn't like my friend's response. And she told her that and she said, I don't feel like you're responding to this in the way that I want or need or expect. So let's stop talking about this now and maybe we can talk about it later on. And they were able to work through it and build a much closer relationship. So, if you're not sold after the many podcast episodes that I've done about telling people what you want and need and being vulnerable, here's yet another example of how it works and one more reason to do so. When you tell people what you need, then they can give it to you, maybe not immediately, but eventually. Yet, <laughs> interestingly enough, when we were, when the three of us were talking about it, as I was asking, you know, sort of doing this sort of crowdsourcing about this episode, this was still controversial. And both of my friends said and almost insisted that, you know, instead of telling people what they need or want from them, they just don't need to tell everyone everything and they can just go to certain friends with certain issues. And while I don't disagree with that in theory, you know, I actually don't think you need to tell your business to every single person and all the time. I definitely have a few friends for me that I can tell anything to. And I don't feel that need to compartmentalize and just choose certain friends that I tell certain things. I should probably clarify that, you know, the reason that my friends said that they do this is because they have certain friends that are good for certain things or for telling certain things too, or they may feel that a certain friend can relate more to what they're going through. and that ultimately it sort of relates back to knowing that those friends will give them what they need. So instead of asking other people for it, they go to the friends that they feel more confident will give them what they need and you know not really needing to not really wanting to have to tell the other friends what they need from them. And that's actually fine. Like if if that's the way it works in the way you want to do it, that's fine. But what it illustrates for me is that you know, we all have different ways that we approach friendships, right? My friends seem to want to have, you know, they have close friends, but they don't necessarily want or need to tell those friends everything. They choose to just tell certain people certain things. And I'm different. I happen to like to have a few really close friends. And by a few, I mean like, you know, under five (laughs) that pretty much know everything about me or that I feel like I could tell them anything about me. And if they don't know something about me, it's not because I'm intentionally holding back from them or not telling them. I just haven't for whatever reason. And that's how I like to do it. And neither way is right or wrong. It's just a preference. And it just goes to show that like, there are different ways of doing things. And if one way isn't working for you, and this is what I like to bring to the podcast, it's always a decision or a choice. You could just choose to do it in a slightly different way and see, you know, if something else works for you. But ultimately, it's just a a preference. But the one thing that came up in our discussion is, or at least the one thing I brought up, I, I, I asked them to consider this one thing. And that is, if you aren't telling your friends, you know, your close friends, the important things that are happening in your life. If you're keeping certain things from them or compartmentalizing, a couple of things can happen. You may inadvertently block the level of intimacy in the relationship or the closeness that you can create. So, you know, I talk about this a lot. If you want to create intimacy and closeness in your relationships, We do that, we create intimacy by talking about how we feel and telling people what's going on in our lives and showing up authentically. But if you're keeping certain things from people and they can't get to know you fully, then you may be inadvertently blocking the level of intimacy that you can achieve. And maybe the level that you do achieve is fine for you. I'm not saying you have to do that, but just to consider that. And you also might impact the satisfaction and closeness that the other person feels in the relationship. And what I mean by this is like, sometimes I, you know, or we, or you might feel closer to someone than they feel to you. Has that ever happened? Because that's happened to me. Like, you know, I feel closer to another person than they feel to me because I might be inadvertently keeping them at arm's length by not telling them something. So there is this way in which you know, compartmentalizing can inver- inadvertently block the level of closeness you can experience. But more importantly, in my mind, at least, is when you do that, you don't allow the other person to show up for you. If you don't tell them what's going on, you don't give them a chance to show up for that for you. You assume that they won't or they can't or that they'll show up in a way you don't like without actually testing out your hypothesis or tell them, telling them what you want. And you miss out because maybe they would have shown up and supported you in a way that would have been amazing, you know. So when I said this out loud, my friends seemed very unimpressed with this (laughs) as being something meaningful. So I was definitely in the minority. But let me also think about these things um, all the time. So it may be something that they hadn't even considered, you know. Because over the last year or so, I personally experienced this as I have let people into my life and allowed them to be there for me. I've actually been really impressed with what people are capable of and what they're willing to do and how much people show up for me. Even people I haven't talked to in a really long time, they like literally show up. I've had people just show up that I haven't talked to in years, just show up in my life. They literally just show up. And I see this, like, I see this as being a huge loss if I didn't have this, if I just wrote people off and I didn't allow them to show up for me, that that would be a big loss. So if you're up for it, I want to encourage you to let people show up for you. Give people a chance to be there for you. And I promise you will be pleasantly surprised. Maybe not across the board. Look, there's going to be people who disappoint you in your life. I I, Like that happens to me too. I don't want to make it seem like everybody is just showing up all the time. But there are people who are. And if you can learn to ask for support, to let people in in a safe and gradual way, you will ultimately be rewarded. And it's so interesting because both, like I said, both of my friends were sort of unimpressed by that. But one of my friends acknowledged that as she has like allowed people in, as she has shared more with the people in her life, as she has asked for support and allowed people to support them and done work on herself and growth and opened up to people that people have supported her in ways that she didn't feel supported in the past. So voila, she's allowed people to support her and she feels more supported. Now, she still wants to compartmentalize her friendships, <laughs> but she is feeling closer and more supported by her friends, which is really what I want for you and everyone else. I mean, that's sort of one of the one of the goals of this podcast and my work as a coach, as my work has evolved is to help people learn how to enjoy their relationships, their friendships, their romantic relationships, all the relationships, and feel more connected. So before I wrap this up, I wanna to touch on one final thing. The three of us, when we were having this conversation, unanimously agreed that, it's that, you, that you need to feel safe in order to share with other people, in order to ask for help, to be vulnerable, to talk about painful life experiences that you may be having, you need to feel safe. So one of the most important ingredients in supporting your friends in asking for support and showing up to support is safety, creating safety in our relationships with others. Now, I did an episode on being vulnerable and letting your guard down safely. So if you haven't listened to that, it's full of ideas about how to create safety to you know, be vulnerable with other people. So be sure to listen to it. It was an episode that came out on July 6th of 2023. And that will help you with that, that aspect of it. But if you want to support your friend and you want them to open up to you, it's really important to create safety for them in whatever way that is. Now, it's going to be different depending on the situation and in the person, but I would suggest a few basic things. one. <laughs> And I might lose, I may you know, sometimes when I do these lists, I like lose track of the numbers. So I apologize in advance if that's the case. But number one, ask them what they need from you and give them that. If they don't want advice, resist the urge to give them your opinion or advice. Just listen. You know, I used to, I laughed at one of my friends one time who was like, whenever my friends call me, I ask them if they want me to give them advice or they just want to vent. And it's true. Ask them what they want, you know, and then just give them that. Don't try to insert all the other things. I, I have one friend who I've, I've both been her coach and her friend. And I sometimes say, I'm putting on my coaching hat. And if you don't want me to do that, I won't. So ask them. And then if they just want, if they just want you to listen, just listen. But I would start by just listening to them. And then when they they take a break, say, you know, what do you want? How do you want me to handle this? That's the first thing. And express interest in what is happening in their lives and follow up when they tell you things. The last thing anyone wants is to to like put all the effort into being vulnerable and to open up to someone and then never hear from them again and feel like you don't care. So express interest and follow up. And if you feel like your friends aren't sharing with you, then open up a dialogue and find out why not. And listen to them (laughs) without getting defensive, right? Let them tell you why they're not sharing with you. And that might help you figure out what you can do differently. You don't have to agree with them. And you can say that, but there are ways to validate their experience and hear their point of view, even if you don't agree. And I always think it's helpful to hear what other people have to say and ask myself what parts of this are true, what parts I agree with, even only slightly, because there's usually something and that helps me shape my behavior. And it gives me a clue into how that person wants to be supported. Maybe they just want to vent and want want me to listen without giving them advice. And so that may come up, can't come up when I ask them why they aren't sharing and try not to judge them. This is really hard because human beings are judgmental and we all do it. But maybe think about why you have the desire <laughs> to judge them or to be critical and just keep those thoughts to, your, excel, your, to yourself to examine later. Okay. You don't need to tell them what you're thinking or all of it. Just let them talk and keep it to yourself Then let people be themselves. I say this a lot mainly because it's very important and it's something that we as human beings don't do very well. We're always trying to change people and make them more like us and make them do things the way we do them. But just let people be who they are and show up in the ways that they can. This will go a long way. So to recap, ask for support when you need it and give people a chance to show up for you. You're likely to be pleasantly surprised at what people are willing to do and how they're willing to show up. Tell them what you want and need. They don't know, I promise. And you won't, you know, that's the only way to prevent the disappointment. I mean, they may disappoint you. I shouldn't say that. But if you want something from someone, let them know what you want. And create safety whenever and however you can. And that's all I have for you. Have a great week. And I'll talk to you next time. Are you ready to have the life you actually want instead of the life you think you should want? Or maybe you just wanna start having more fun. Either way, I can help. Head on over to my website, www.DrKathleenYoungCoaching, that's Kathleen with a K, .com. Or you can find me on Instagram or Facebook at DrKathleenYoung.Coaching. You can sign up for a free consultation on my website and we can talk about the life you wanna create and see whether group or one-on-one life coaching is right for you. Midlife doesn't have to be a crisis. It's never too late to create the rest of your story. Thanks for listening to this episode and see you next time.